My name is John Machado, and this is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. And we're doing the news like I wanted to do. Wait, I did kind of do it yesterday for a half hour. <sighs> well, you didn't put out a late night nuggets. Listen, it's still technically an episode. I know that this one is better quality because I got my microphone. I, but uh, no, I fell asleep. Put my daughter. <laughs> it was my turn. And uh, yeah, I'm a tired guy. At the end of the day, got lots to do. And, uh, what were we watching? We are watching, not Miraculous. So, my daughters, uh, we had, uh, we had some Halloween shit that we were doing last night. So, um, you know, got home. Oh, dude. I probably overreacted. Maybe. But my wife, uh, needed, so I was over at my uncle's helping him out. And my wife, uh needed my computer in order to print some shit out and uh I was away and she called me up I had to walk her through how to print something out for my computer to the printer and she oh it hurts to even think about but she deleted a whole slew of things that I was working on I mean it gutted me so bad that I just like the day, I just I was like I want to give up. I just want to give up the day. Like it, she deleted shit that I was doing with the book. Um, and she, I don't think she necessarily meant to, but sometimes wives can be bulls in china shops, especially when dealing with intricate pieces that you have put together tireless, tirelessly on your computer and just wiped it all away I mean it's it makes me so sad right now to think about and uh, I was so fucking pissed dude I saw that and I was like it took me probably 10 minutes to calm down and I didn't I didn't yell I didn't cuss I didn't scream she wasn't home so it wouldn't have done any good anyway but uh I just I just texted her I'm so mad at you (laughs) I said you deleted so many important things to me. <laughs> That's how I fucking respond. She, and she knew she did it too. Like at, when I said it, she was like, oh, I fucked up. So I probably overreacted towards her. Probably didn't need to text her. Could have overcome it all and met up with her later and mentioned something about it. But I am the way that I am. And I'm a, I had to say something right then there. So I feel like I'm getting over it. I was able to uh, pull up some stuff. It's it's the amount of effort that you put into something that when something like that happens, you just damn near lose your shit. Bill, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, which is evil, pledges over $1 billion to transform math education. Oh! Oh! So if you don't know what I do with the news, I read the... Um, titles. Now, this is what most people do. They read the title of the um, of the article and no further. And I'm just going through them and I'm talking shit. Now, if I don't know dick all about an issue, I won't talk about it. Just, oh, yeah, okay, I don't know about it, whatever. Next one. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation um, is a very rich foundation. I, and they divorced. So, and she looks like a fucking man, dude. Oh, she is hard to look at. That is a burly looking man. I mean, woman. I mean, man. 
whatever it is. And uh, they, so Bill, um, how's it go? No, it's Bill the science guy. Bill Nye the science guy that's not a science, he's not, he, he, he's not a scientist. He was, a, a, I think, a mechanical engineer. Well, the same with Bill Gates is that he's not a scientist. He uh, got into computers early on, and that's it. He's not a doctor, but he'll come out and uh, push the vaccine like he did with the uh, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. And he knows dick all about, about medicine. I mean, I'm sure he knows a little bit. I'm not saying he's a stupid guy. I'm just saying that he's not a scientist. So for the left to, to push out on people like me, oh, you're not an expert, you're not a scientist, you're not a doctor, you can't say anything about it. Now, I did study medicine to an effect. Um, I went through paramedicine, uh, emergency setting medicine. Um, I'm not a paramedic now. I fucking failed the National Registry three times because I was going through a divorce. Uh, and I wasn't in a good headspace, but I fucking passed the program, got my associates, so suck my dick for anybody that wants to try and throw that shit at me. Uh, I went through anatomy and physiology, uh, pathophysiology, um, medical terminology, uh, what's the medicine one? You should know this. You're already discrediting yourself. Oh, I'm about to discredit myself here in a minute. Okay. Because nobody else did. So me getting ahead of it is like, ah, ha, ha. I can't believe nobody found this out either. But I'll talk about that here in a second. But, um, oh, shit. Why can't I think? Pharmacology. There it is. Um, so I went through all that fun stuff. I studied it. And I'm here to tell you that you don't need to have a fucking associates. You don't need to have a bachelor's or a master's. You don't even have to take a course on this shit to understand it, to read about it. Go and get an intro to whatever it may be textbook free pdf form on the internet just look up on whatever search browser that you use whether it be google DuckDuckGo, brave whatever and uh oh my fingers feel weird um and just type in intro to macro macro macroeconomics and you'll find textbooks um maybe type in textbook intro to macroeconomics or intro into, um, I don't know, biology or chemistry or whatever it may be, and you'll find it. And you can read it there, and you don't need a, a professor to tell you. And if you need something explained to you, you have YouTube. This is, I don't know, maybe I've never explained it like this before, but this is why experts are no longer necessarily needed. It's not to say that, that they're not good to have, but you have experts on both sides of every single fucking issue that's out there. So there's the age of like turning to the expert and there's only one way and the science is settled is over. Now the left, because they're simple-minded mouth breathers, uh, still need that and will demonize anybody like myself that's coming out here to go, yeah, fuck Dr. Fauci. He doesn't know shit and hasn't seen a patient in 40 years. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about or he's lying. It's one of the two. And you can go find this shit out by simply getting, using the tips of your fingers and typing shit into the internet and fucking finding it. Now, as I've always said, take both sides of the issue. Take what Dr. Fauci has to say and take what any of the other uh, doctors out there has to have to say, virologists and what have you, and uh, come up with your own sound judgment on it. That's the best way to do it. 
So, and it's, and it's there, it's accessible. Okay, so if you didn't think it was before, now you know. Alright, so now even with my episode, my episode, my podcast, uh, you're, you're, you're better knowledge. What? Why is it when I try to come up with smart things to say, my brain's like, yeah, fuck you, man. Say some stupid lame shit. Layman's shit. Um, but, oh, yeah, this was my point on this uh, article headline. Headline is what I meant to say, not title. Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation pledges over $1 billion to transform math education. How are you going to do it? I probably should read the article before I just start talking shit. But that's not what I do here. Um, Common Core sucks ass. Common Core is retarded. Unless Bill and Melinda Gates are... Is, is her last name still Gates? Did she go back to her maiden name with her however many billions of dollars she now has? Um... Unless they're going to go back to how we taught math in the first place, uh, leave it alone. Oh, no, 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 no. Go back to how we used to teach it. Uh, Common Core is terrible. It's absolutely terrible. My son's bright. My son is a smart kid. And um, he was taught Common Core. So obviously dad had to come in and teach him how to do shit like multiplication the right way. So that he could get that shit done fast. He's not wasting all of his day on fucking Common Core multiplication and shit like that. It's so stupid. Common Core is idiotic. And we need to get it the fuck out of the school systems. It's terrible. They should have never touched it in the fucking first place. But here comes the Marxists always having to fix shit that's not broken. 1.5 million Detroit... 1.5 million dollars... 1.5 million Detroit home near... Manugian Mansion has been newly restored. Probably shouldn't have read that headline. Hurricane Roslyn heads toward Mexico and could strengthen to a Category 4 before landfall this week. Hold on to your fucking sombreros there, amigos. You got some water coming your way. Ten things to know about the discovery of King Tut's tomb. The thing that, like, again, this is, this kind of goes into the experts area. I know this is somewhat boring. I understand that. Okay. But the thing about, like, King, King Tut's tomb and, like, the Sumerians, um, what else? And, like, any ancient civilization, especially those that, because you have, I think, what is it, cuneiform with the Sumerians, uh, hieroglyphs with the Egyptians and shit like that. There always seems to have been one article of whatever, one one thing that they found that can all of a sudden decipher all of the things that they have in this shit. Listen, I'm no Egyptian expert, okay? I'm not trying to shit on them, necessarily. But this, like, the science is settled mindset, set told mindset, uh, I don't know. I've always kind of struggled with it, with, like, are you absolutely certain? Listen, man, we Christians... And we've gotten shit for this because of how many times um, people have interpreted uh, certain words in the Bible through from Hebrew to Greek to Aramaic and things like that. And the the atheist leftist usually will shit on us and be like, how can you even trust it? And it's like, well, how can you trust any of the shit that your lefty scientist, uh, academic, um, has told you? Like, if you're going to point that finger towards, towards, towards us, you need to point it towards your own side, too, fuckface. 
how do you know that what the fuck they're telling you is the truth? You know? That's why you question shit. It's a good thing to do it. Limp Biscuit blowing up boats. Incubus hanging with Britney and Corns Jonathan T- Davis in a top hat. Ten times. Ah, uh, they cut off the headline. I guess what I'll take out of this is what, what are your favorite old bands from back in the day? I still listen to Limp Biscuit. Uh, there's a song that they had put out after, what was the one? Uh, was it Nookie? Was that the name of the one album? With break stuff and shit like, dude, listen. Limp Biscuit back in the day was fucking awesome. Absolutely fantastic. That album was great. And I know, uh, what's his name from Limp Biscuit? You know, they kind of got a little sold out to an effect, or at least that's how people saw them. But dude, they were still awesome back in the day. Korn the same way. Korn was one of my favorite bands, actually was my favorite band at the time. And um, I've talked many, many times about what was their downfall not that they necessarily like fell too hard, but you know, I mean, the longer a band's out, with the exception of bands like uh, Tool um, with James Maynard Keenan, um, they they yeah, people get used to things. As I've said before, human beings have an infinite ability to normalize the extraordinary, and so you know, Corn Corn was always going to have that work against them, but their biggest downfall was, ooh, was I supposed to go this way? Yeah, I'm good. Biggest downfall was uh, (coughs) um, making music that they thought their fans wanted to hear rather than making the music that they wanted to play. I'll tell you one band that's, I don't think, ever done that and has stayed on top of it is Deftones. Deftones, still one of my favorite bands of all time. Phenomenal music. Even had uh, I think their bassist had passed away, um, which is so fucking sad. Um, but, you know, still Deptone sound to it, uh, keeping it real, if you will. Um, Incubus, Incubus lost me when they started shitting on Christians. You know, it was like, oh, that's the way that you're going to, you're just going to go out. They had um, Megalomaniac. Uh, the video for Megalomaniac where they say, you're no, you're no Jesus, you're no fucking Elvis. Um, it was like, okay. And then at the end of the video, they have, instead of Bible, B-I-B-L-E, it was Bible, B-U-Y-B-U-L-L as in bullshit. And it was like, you know what? Fuck you, you cunts. All right. You're going you're gonna to go out. And I remember, um, I had some friends of mine who, I don't know, they kind of were a little douchey. They were, they were, uh, music snobs, um, they started shitting on Incubus uh, when they came out with, uh, yeah, with the album with Megalomaniac on it, and um, started pointing out that they were just trying to make cutesy music for the radio. So, and good, good. You're going to fucking start shitting on Christians? Good. I'm glad that even your side is starting to dislike you guys, dickheads. But, um, I don't know. I mean, I'll still listen to Incubus from time to time. They're okay. Not terrible. I got a couple other tracks on my, uh, I got a... Uh, I got um, what is it? iPod Nano that I I uh, attach to my waist when I'm running because I don't have to. I like to have my hands free. I don't like to have anything waiting weighing me down when I run. Trump Mar-a-Lago probe proceeds on two tracks. So what I understand is that the J6 committee is subpoenaing subpoena subpoena ing uh, Trump to speak, which I'm I'm okay with. Have him go out there and fucking 
um, talk to these people. I had a conversation with my uncle yesterday. So he has always, for the most part, voted Democrat. But uh, when Trump, I think when Trump won, I don't know if he voted for Trump, but when Trump won, he was, he was, uh, he realized how crazy the left was and no longer was a Democrat. And even today now, you know, even the conversation that I had with him yesterday, his wife is a, uh, she's a sweet lady, wonderful lady, love her to death. She looks like Michelle Pfeiffer and, uh, she is a, like a pretty staunch conservative Christian and I love it. And we always have great, um, conversations and, um, he's still a little bit on the outside of that, you know, and we just kind of got into it yesterday cause she likes to bring it up. She like she knows I like to talk about this stuff. So, um, and he doesn't want to necessarily hear it. But uh, we got on to all of the big stuff yesterday about like, well, what do you think? Do you think that the election was stolen? He doesn't. Now, he made a good point to me in terms of Biden being president is that the Electoral College, which is how we choose our presidents, voted for Trump. I had not heard that yet. It's not to say that nobody said it. And maybe I just missed some people saying it. But he pointed that out. Okay, good point. However, and this was the question that I had for him. I said, but the Electoral College voters are supposed to vote as representatives to the majority of each state, correct? And he goes, yeah, correct. I go, okay, well, that's where I have the problem. And I wasn't backing down from that. And I wasn't trying to be a dick. I mean, I love my uncle to death. He was there for me when no one else could be. Um, He's my lawyer, and he helped me keep my son. He he helped me... um, when I didn't, when I couldn't afford a lawyer, he did it for free and came in and um, helped me get 50-50 custody for my with my son. So, um, so I respect him a great deal, and uh, I take into consideration what he has to say. But he, uh, yeah, he had said that he doesn't like Trump. He wishes that Trump wouldn't run, and even my aunt, who for the longest time was a big Trump supporter, even she feels. Um, that, and I think that they're kind of more mainstream, I don't know if, I I don't want to insult them by saying this, but I feel like they're more mainstream, um, conservatives to an effect. Like I know that he's voted Democrat, but he was like a conservative Democrat, you know, and he really didn't care too much about politics for the longest time. He's a lawyer and he's enjoyed a, a very long career as a lawyer. Um, he's raised five kids and uh, has done very well for himself. He does all of, almost, almost all of his own home improvements. He's got what I would consider as a mansion. And I, and whenever I, I always go and help him, um, I never help him cover the pool, but I always help him uncover it and, you know, carry all the shit. And I've helped him do, you know, helped him out with drywall and, and moving shit and all sorts of things, you know. So, uh, because he was there for me when nobody else could be, so I'm going to be there for him. But, uh, yeah, so he's like a kind of more of a mainstream conservative. And so I understand where he's at, but this is also my point to be made in all of this, is that of the mainstream conservatives, this is a problem that Trump has with them. You know, is that they are, are affected by the mainstream thought to an effect. Now, they may not be on the side of the left, but the left's effect on the overall atmosphere of um, the populace 
is the worrisome part of all of this. Where, you know, a lot of people, a lot of the left screamed, or I'm sorry, not a lot, but well, I don't know, maybe a lot, screamed at the top of their lungs, at the sky, because of how much they hated Trump and the things that he said. So that effect on them is, uh, is why I think that they don't want Trump to run anymore. And my point to that was, no, you need Trump. You need Trump in there. And I even made the same point to them that if it wasn't for Trump, I don't know if DeSantis, I don't know if MTG, I don't know if any of these other people within the Republican Party, um, maybe even libertarians, would have the spine to deal with the left right now that they do. I think that's the effect that Trump has. And just because they don't like Trump as much as they do doesn't mean that you need to get rid of them. Like, you don't do that. You don't, you don't allow for them to hold anything hostage and you respond to that. You know, you don't, you don't throw Trump away because the left hates him so much just so that you don't have to hear them whine and bitch and complain about it anymore because you th- feel like that would somehow make everything easier and better. You can't do that. Because if you do it with Trump, you're going to do it with everything else, everyone else. There is never going to be another conservative that comes through that is ever going to be effective for you because the left will scream and cry and bitch and you'll have to, you'll, you already removed Trump, you're going to have to remove them. So you need to stand by Trump. Now I'm not saying you need to stand by Trump and everything he does. I, I criticize him plenty. But don't criticize, my point is, don't criticize him and don't throw him away because the left wants you to. You stick by him and the good things that he does and criticize him on your own when you feel that he's done something that he, he, he's done wrong. And that really goes with any, any politician. But don't throw him out because the left wants you to, to throw him out. Don't act because the left wants you to act. You do it now, <coughs> you'll be doing it the rest of your life. So don't do that. Now, um, before I get on to any more of these, and I got a little bit further to go in my ride, uh, and I'm car casting, as if you couldn't tell. Did I say my name at the beginning of this? I, I'm pretty certain I did. I didn't say the date, which I think is like the 20... It's Saturday. There's no game today for Michigan, which is quite sad. They're going to be playing Michigan, Michigan... I'm sorry. They're going to be playing Michigan State next week. It is the 29th. No, it isn't. It is the 22nd. Saturday, 22nd. Um, yeah, Michigan on the 29th is going to be playing Michigan State. I can't wait. Big rivalry game. My uncle, by the way, the one that I was just talking about, is a huge statey. He uh, went to Michigan State, so I get it. Um, I did not go to Michigan, however. I love the Michigan Wolverines. Grew up right outside of Ann Arbor, and uh, they're my guys. Scoozy. Um... Here, this is where I'm going to say I was wrong. And it sucks because I hate saying I'm wrong. But, you know, I think it's necessary when you've, when you've said something that's wrong to say it. And that would be that uh, Alex Jones never doxed anybody. That's what I said, right? He never doxed anyone. Oh, thank you, Sean, from Actual Justice Warrior for putting out your video and playing a segment of an InfoWars video that I had long forgot. 
Rob Dew, who works for InfoWars, like him. And I like all these guys, mind you. Even with what happened that now I got wrong. Uh, I still love InfoWars. Still think that Alex Jones is a hero. I think all of those people that work at InfoWars, including Rob Dew, are a hero. Rob Dew, I think, accidentally doxed a uh, one of the parents. Um, he had looked up an address and set it on air and uh, pointed out that the address at whatever place was nothing more than a abandoned building or something to that effect but in fact I guess it turned out to be a house now I'm gonna have to look at the video a little bit more I just saw it on Sean's thing and realized that I was wrong and it was like ah fuck now if I go and watch it and it turns out it's not as bad as I thought then I'll say that too but as of right now I think I was wrong and it's important to call yourself out when you fuck up so I fucked up all right I'm not saying it for the left's benefit I'm saying it because it's right to uh, call yourself out when you fuck up. So there you go. Got something wrong. Now, the other day when I made the episode about all this and, and as I have done in the, in the past, um, I get pretty fired up when it comes to this. Um, I, um, when it comes to the first amendment, um, I'll claim to be a free speech absolutist. Uh, there are some outliers to, um, free speech that affect that effectively are free speech, and that's like expression. Um, I struggle when it comes to something like burning the American flag. I don't like it. I It makes me want to fight somebody. That's my visceral, visceral reaction to seeing somebody um, burn an American flag because of how much I love it and I support it. You know, but if somebody buys something that's theirs and they want to, you know, they can do whatever they want with it. Some, you know, inanimate object. So, but at the same point, it's like, man, I just don't, I don't like it, you know? So, eh, that's kind of a murky area for me, you know? It's somebody's expression of, and an expression is just like an, like I said, it's like an outlier to their freedom of speech. Now, speech being something that you verbally say, but an expression is like, what, what about people that are mute? What about people that are deaf and mute and need to use their hands to speak? You know, kind of starts to, not in a negative way, but it starts to make the water a little bit more muddy in, in terms of, or puts it more in like a gray area. So, um, now when you get into defamation, um, and I was talking with my uncle about this, because, uh, again, he's a lawyer. And let me also point this out. And I really don't mean for it to sound insulting toward my uncle. And I only say that because I, I love my uncle and I respect him. But he's a lawyer. And we got into, you know, I was describing. Neither one of them had ever heard of Alex Jones before. I was like, what? They go, I go, you don't know Alex Jones. They go, no. And I go, what? I go, uh, you know, and I went into, well, the Sandy Hook case. The, you know, the school shooting in Newtown. And. And then the more I was saying it, the more they were like, oh, yeah, I kind of heard about this, yada, yada, yada. So um, I was kind of describing some things with him, and I said, well, in defamation, is it not that you need to point out um, that, that it's on the plaintiff to prove that they have been defamed? Yeah, okay. Uh, in terms of them getting a monetary reward, is it not that they have to show that they 
uh, were prevented from making, well, I'm sorry, that they had money taken away from them or that they were prevented from making money. And he was like, yeah, but there's also some other aspects to it. And I'm like, okay. I said, but now when it comes down to uh, the reward itself and how much somebody, and this is where I'm going to disagree with him. He said that I was wrong, which is fine, you know, um, according to whatever law, whatever interpretation of the law. Um, and this is the, the bad part about coming up with precedent is that once somebody is awarded this or once a judge makes a judgment that then kind of opens up the, the, the gates, I don't know if I want to necessarily say floodgates, but the gates to allowing for people to charge more. And it's no longer, if I'm even explaining this right, it's no longer that you are rewarded monetary gain for what you could have made, but now it can open up this whole plethora of areas where you can claim that you would that you could have made even more money. But there must be a limit here. Now I guess he was kind of arguing. He was kind of saying, he was kind of agreeing with me that there is like a limit, but I flat out asked him, I was like, can people really, you know, can he be uh, uh, charged a, a billion dollars? And uh, and his answer was like, oh yeah, but we kind of were like pittering off from talking about this. So I'd want to sit down with him a little bit more and, and really get down to it, but no matter, I don't give a fuck if he's disagreeing with me altogether or not, or he's agreeing with me, whatever. Um, you should not be able to somehow claim that you, because of defamation, that you, somebody who makes, let's say, $200,000 a year, um, you should be able to be rewarded for somebody def defaming you. I don't know. A billion fucking dollars? You know what I mean? Now, I know that not every single person claimed that or whatever, and it was like a, a totality of of all of the, the families that were in this one trial that they said the, the one billion. But doesn't something inside of you just fucking scream out and go, no, this is absolutely wrong. That is, it's, it's, it's you know, fucking a million dollars for this would be insane. Especially, I mean, my biggest point in a lot of this, I don't even think I'm explaining any of this right, um, is that the families didn't, it had admitted during the trial that they didn't even hear about this shit until 2016. So four years later, when he already had apologized, which I wish that he wouldn't have ever done, I know I've said it many times before, but for them to then come out and go, oh, we're going to sue you. Man, something just feels so wrong about that. You know, I don't know. I, I have a hard time with defamation in the first place, you know. But, uh, oh, let me, let, me, let me show you what I mean in, in terms of freedom of speech. Ethan Klein came out recently. You might have heard about this from H3H3. He's somebody that I really didn't know who he was. Before he started, I don't know, getting a little bit bigger, uh, at least getting his name out or other, you know, conservatives and shit talking about him. Uh, I never paid attention to e e or H3H3. Um, he recently came out to say that if 
the Jews are rounded up. I hope that they gas Ben Shapiro first. That's what he said. I might be paraphrasing. Just a tad. He should be able to say that. And I believe Ethan Klein is Jewish. With a name like Ethan Klein, it kind of makes sense. But um, he should 100% be able to say that. Ethan Klein is not on my side. Ethan Klein is is an opportunist, and he is uh, he he sides with the left now. Even though prior to that, you know, he used to say things. He used to say say the word, and I think he even joke around saying nigger and things like that. Um, but he totally took the left side, and I think he thought he was safe because he does stuff. He he started a new show with. Um, Hassan Piker, uh, Jank Yerger's nephew, nephew. And so I thought, I think he thought he was safe to be able to say something like that. And I guess recently he, after he said that specific thing prior to that, he, he basically made a call to action for somebody to bomb the, and what was it? NRA meeting or, or, uh, conference or something to that effect. This time when he said that if, if the Jews are rounded up, that he hopes that Ben Shapiro gets gassed first. He has now been, I think, either banned or canceled or suspended from Twitter or, uh, I'm sorry, YouTube. I think it's wrong. I want people to be able to say the things that they want to say. There should be no censoring, the censoring bullshit. And he's not on my side. See how I, I'm coming to fucking, I'm pointing out that I'm pretty consistent with this shit. Alex Jones, Gavin McGinnis, Milo Yiannopoulos, all of those people, and all of the conservatives that have been silenced, myself, who is uh, permanently suspended from faggot-ass Twitter, none of us should have been. Also, the douchebags that are on the left should not be censored. None of us should be censored. Now, given, as I've said before, those who live by the liberal leftist sword should die by the liberal leftist sword, that's what's happening right now. So there's a little part of me that's like, ha ha, fucker. You know, you push for this shit, you deserve it. But really, I don't think that he should be censored. I don't think he should be uh, canceled. I don't think that anybody else should be, you know. So Ethan Klein, I mean, what he said, and really, as I've said before, I don't give a fuck if somebody's racist. As long as they're not trying to hurt someone else, and then I, whatever, be racist all you want. I'd rather you weren't, but, you know, be racist all you want. And I say that knowing full well that there are black people who absolutely hate me for merely being white. That's it. Now, they hear me talk, they'll probably hate me more, but they hate me, and they hate my kids, and they hate all my friends and family that are white. They just hate us because they've been taught to hate us. You know, they'll say some shit about, you know, colonization, which wasn't all that bad, was it? It's how we got the United States. Eh, turns out it's it's not so bad. But, you know, they hate it, and they'll call me a colonizer, which I'd be like, yeah, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> but, uh, no, they hate me right off the bat. So, and it doesn't, I don't let it fucking ruin my day. All right, you don't like me. Well, who gives a shit? Sorry, it's a little hot here. I'm roll down the windows. As long as they're not actively coming after me to try and hurt me, then okay, say whatever the fuck you want, you know, if I hear them, I'll probably say some shit back, but outside of that, I'm not going to let it, you know, ruin my sleep, whatever, you don't like me, big deal, a lot of people don't like me, 
who know me. <laughs> they don't like me. You know, uh, just look at some of the reviews I've had, which by the way, from time to time, I do go and check my reviews on, uh, on, uh, iTunes. <laughs> and there's a couple, I, man, I just did it the other day. One guy was like, not quite ready for prime time. And I, I could have looked at, and I did in the beginning, look at that like a, like an insult or whatever. But a part of me was like, I'm almost there then. That's what he's saying. Like, I'm almost ready for prime time. Appreciate it, man. Thanks. You know, about a guy that fucking doesn't edit anything, you know, just recently started. Oh, shit. Did I put my, uh, on that last episode, did I put the, the intro and outro songs? Just started doing that. Um, just started getting into that stuff. You know, I'm unpolished. And I think somebody else even said that an unpolished conservative. I'm not a conservative, but unpolished. All right. You know, I could look at it like it's an insult, but I don't like, oh, thanks. There's another guy that was like Pablum at its finest. You think I didn't have to look up Pablum? Because <laughs> I never used that fucking word. I did. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck that guy. <laughs> Come talk that shit to my face. Or at least on my... And I invite all of the people that have left reviews. Fucking let's, uh, let's do a little collaboration. You know? All I've ever said is, listen, if you're going to disagree with me, that's fine. But please, just bring some sustenance to it. You know, tell me exactly what I got wrong so that I'm not saying wrong shit anymore. You know, don't expect me just to, because you said it, that I'm going to be like, oh, sorry. As long as you come to me and you bring me the truth that I'm, that I'm wrong about, then by all means, you know, I'll fucking turn around. I just did it in this episode. You know, oh, fuck, that's right. Thanks, Sean. Dickhead. I do like Sean, though. He's, uh, he's a pretty good dude from Actual Justice Warrior. Pretty good dude. Man, there's so much traffic here. But I do have 10 minutes before I have to be there. I love it. I'm going to be able to stop and get a monster. Ah, <sighs> GM left Buick City in worse condition than a normal brownfield, buyer says. On to the next one. I don't even know what the fuck to say about that. Influers, influencers Josh and Sarah Bomer, Bomar, Boner, plead guilty in Nebraska poaching case. Ooh, you can't be poaching. Um, I come from uh, somewhat of a family of poachers. I remember going out when I was a kid. I didn't know the fuck we were doing. But we were shining. And I think even that was uh, illegal. And basically all it is is you go out with this massive um, this massive light. No, motherfucker. You're going to let me in, dickhead. See? See how driving aggressively? And this. And this little fucking little wave. Thanks, handicapped guy, you dick. <laughs> Sorry, sometimes you, like I, uh, the older I got, the more, I don't know. You know how they usually say that the older you get, the the less angry you'll be or whatever, I don't know, animosity or like that, that younger spirit in men, the masculinity, not masculinity, but whatever that is, it kind of tends to kind of go away. No, no, it doesn't. Not for guys like me, <laughs> not for the Irish. I'm like, you know what? I'll fucking get out of my car and fight you right here now. So now I'm just like more aggressive. <laughs> like when these dickheads don't let you over, it's like, no, you're going to let me over. And then you just fucking angle your car in. They'll be like, and honking and fucking flicking you off and shit. And it's like, all right, dude, unless you're ready to knuckle up, I'll take that all day. Um, nightmare turbulence injures 12 on transatlantic flight. I'll tell you what. So my wife hates flying. 
And uh, when we flew down to Florida, we had to get onto, we had to catch a connecting flight, flight in Baltimore. Well, the flight from Michigan to Baltimore was fucking rough. Now, I don't mind flying. I never have. I've never had a fear of flying or anything like that. My wife does. And uh, my daughter is a lot like me. My son's quite a bit like me, too. So I never have to worry about him. Um, or my daughter, but my wife, dude. She has to, like... Trust me. Like, I tried giving her um, edibles. I've tried to get her to smoke before we go and, and just get high and be like, you know, enjoy it. She won't do it. Um, so she goes on there, straight edge. And uh, she she has a pretty good poker face to an effect because she nobody would know that she's freaking out. I do. I know she's freaking the fuck out. But when we're on this flight, it is fucking from takeoff to fucking landing, dude. This this thing is rumbling the whole time. Um, so I'm like reaching. She's on the other side of the aisle. I'm. It's like three seats on both sides, and uh, I have to keep reaching over and touching her arm. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Okay, you're good. Yeah. But even I on that flight was like, "Ooh, buddy, this is <laughs> this is a this is a little little rough." One of them, because so we flew there, and then landed, and then got on another one and, and landed. Those two, yeah. So we got past those two. It was the one back. So we had to fly from Orlando again. Orlando Airport, terrible. Not the I I would assume probably not the worst airport ever, but fuck me running if it wasn't just packed. They're coming up with these stupid lines. I hate TSA, mind you. TSA is another fucking bureaucratic bullshit enterprise or entity or whatever the fuck you want to call them. Terrible. We need to get rid of them. Oh man, if I was president, I would dissolve them quick, fast, and in a hurry. Them along with the CIA, the FBI, the fucking DEA, the DNR, all of them worthless um, uh, agencies. But uh, yeah, they were terrible. So but the flight from Orlando to Chicago, smooth sailing. I It was so... Dude, I didn't realize any shit until we landed in Chicago. So we had to go from Chicago, stay on the plane, and then go from Chicago to Detroit. And uh, that flight was fast. <laughs> like, why did we even have to go here? Um, but I didn't... I it, it was crazy that all of a sudden we landed. And I wasn't prepared. Usually you're always, you know when you're about to land. You know, you start to feel it in the cabin and in your seat. You know, you feel like the, not terminal velocity, but you feel whatever that, that force is, that physical force. Holy shit, this is some serious traffic. It's adding minutes. I don't like this. I want to stop and get a mon- monster, fuckers. But uh, we landed and it caught me by surprise. I was just like, holy shit. You know, kind of scared me to an effect. But um, yeah, so my wife made it through. So, nightmare turbulence injures 12 on transatlantic flight. Ooh, poor guys. I, I don't think I've ever been... I've had some pretty bad turbulence in the past. I've flown a lot. And uh, I've never I've never had it. Like, I guess these people did where they're fucking flying up and hitting the ceiling and shit. Ooh, poor guys. We need to be prepared for this. COVID nightmare variant spreading already in the U.S. They're just never going to let it go ever. And, you know, I said it before that the American spirit would, would outlast it. Um, I feel like I was wrong in ways. And I also feel like I was right in some ways, uh, where I was wrong is in how easily, uh, the, the government locked us down and 
made us wear masks. You know, I'm guilty of it too. You know, I said before, if I wanted something in the store, I'd throw on a mask just to go in and whatever. Now, given I was, I was a bit more of a dick and I'd have my nose out, you know, I wouldn't cover my nose. I'd be breathing through my nose all fucking time. Um, and this nightmare very, who was the school that was just working on another, uh, variants of COVID, which is gain of function, which should be illegal for any, uh, I mean, you'd think with all the laws that we have and all the fucking oversight committees and all this other shit that we have in the United United States, especially, um, that we would make it illegal for us to be working on gain of function. But, uh, apparently the NIH was working with this school. I can't remember which one it was. I don't know if it was Rutgers or who it was to, um, to make another fucking variant of the code. And it's like, why are you doing this? Why are you making things more lethal? And I know that their argument would be, well, so that we can come up with a cure in case, you know, one of these other countries comes up with it, you know, some kind of biological weapon of some sort. And it's like, no, we shouldn't be doing this. Because maybe you're, you're, you're working off of, you know, a possibility of what if. And look at what happened. Somebody, something happened where it got out. Now, one of the arguments as well, it could have happened with like, you know, somebody purposely doing it or whatever. I think it was purposely done. Um, I think it had a lot more to do with uh, the election of Trump than it did anything. But, you know, that's just me thinking. But, uh, yeah, this this COVID bullshit has really... um, It's what they want to stick on. And so now we have this quote-unquote nightmare variant, apparently. This is from NBC Boston uh, that's spreading and it's already in the U.S. I don't know how people are going to act or react just don't. I mean, you know, I tried to, I made predictions before. Like I said, some were wrong, some were right, but, uh, I don't know. I don't know how people are going to react if there's another wave of it. Now we had this is election season. We're not seeing it right now, which I would assume you would see it, you know, people really pushing it on us and on our kids and stuff like that. I know some shit just came out about, um, who was it? Rand Paul, uh, cracking on the CDC for making, you know, or whoever making, um, uh, COVID vaccinations good for, for kids who don't need it. Um, what's another thing? I think the CDC, and I don't know how the CDC can do this. Um, or maybe I do. I don't know. Just made it so that, uh, who is it? Moderna and somebody else can't be sued for, um, man, I'm going to get out of this fucking line here in a minute. Yeah. You added fucking three minutes, dude. I want to stop and get a monster. How many times have I said that? Can I make this turn? Yeah, boy, fuck all you bitches. Oh, that's long. Um, ugh, I'm in tele. I'm on tele. I was on Telegraph Road, in it's the line of Dearborn and Dearborn Heights, and it has been terrible for months. So, getting off, going down a side street. I know my way around these parts. I used to live down here. Not where I'm at now. In fact, I have a cousin that lives over here, but on the other side, on the east side of Telegraph. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Like I said, I thought it would be in in, uh, in motion right now, but um, we're not really seeing too many people push this shit. Uh, and yeah, the CDC did just make it so that Moderna and somebody else can't be sued, which is like, it's. I think it's really coming out and they're afraid of it coming out. Um, 
that more, you know, more and more stats of people dying because of the jab. You got people still fainting on on air uh, at sporting events, um, and you have this uh, SADS. So you had SIDS, which is sudden infant death syndrome, and now we have uh, SADS, which is sudden adult death syndrome. <laughs> well, what correlates with that? It's only been two years, or somewhere around that time, that we've had adults that all of a sudden just faint, and they're dead. And this is even like down to like 16 and 17 year olds that it's happening to. And it's not funny, you know, I don't mean to laugh at it, but holy fucking shit, man. Um, it's some terrible, terrible things that are going on when these people are dying. Uh, but there's something that correlates with that. And it ends up, more than likely, is the vaccine. People are getting this vaccine. I'm hearing all sorts of shit about blood clots, uh, people having aneurysms that shouldn't be having them, you know, uh, the, the uh, cardio... Uh, is it cardiomyopathy? My, myopathy? Myopathy? No, cardio. 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 Carditis. Good lord. Inf- itis is inflammation. Um, oh shit. Um, and that's happening in kids and shit. And it's like, yeah, dude, how are you not putting two and two together? It's the vaccines. These vaccines, it's not all vaccines. I'm not talking about the polio vaccine or MMR or any of that other shit. It's the fucking, the COVID vaccine that's causing this shit. It's fucking with your DNA. Should have never happened in the first place. Should have never put this shit out. People should have, when once, once it came out that this was something that could fuck with your DNA, people should have been like, no, no thanks. But instead, nope, they're going out and they're getting, you know, some of them took two shots, uh, some of them, and then it was on to the boosters, you know, now people are on to their third or fourth booster, and it's like, yeah, but if you still get it, you know, they, they were stupid enough that when they still got COVID, and people were still getting COVID, even though they were double boosted or whatever it may be, that should have been a time when they were like, yeah, this thing doesn't work, but instead, nope, I'm going to stick with it. I'm glad that uh, Canadian actress a couple weeks ago that, that ended up getting, uh, oh shit, what does she have, Bell's palsy? And then she was like, yeah, but I'm, I'm still happy that I got the, the shot. And it's like, you're an idiot. You are stupid. You are a stupid person. You really are. You are a dumb motherfucker. You know, I would have had sympathy for you if you would have came out and been like, listen, I made a mistake. I got this fucking COVID shot because, you know, I was uh, all my friends and family and everybody were uh, in agreement that this was good and whatever. But this is what happened to me. Instead, she's like, yeah, I'm pretty certain that it's because of the shot that I have this. But I'm happy I got it. I'm going to make fun of you because you're a fucking retard. You dumb bitch. Usually I say you stupid bitch and I fuck up the saying. And uh, D.B. Cooper always catches me on it. <laughs> Said it right that time. Um, listen, I'm, I think I'm going to have to call it quits on this one. On this last one. Because... Uh, need to focus on where I'm going and stop and get a monster. So, who knows? Maybe I might put out another episode later. This was just car casting and shooting the shit with some news headlines. Until next time, be accountable, be responsible. Don't be a bitch-ass liberal. That's all, folks.